This is Betty Collins, and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Bradyware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about Inspiring Women in this episode can be found at bradyware.com slash resources. So here I am 30 years later, and I'm a shareholder and a director of a, of a CPA firm. Uh, we're regional with about 20 owners. We, we hover in that area and probably 150 plus employees. I've been elected to the board of directors um, in my company by my peers. And then a year ago, I was appointed to be um, lead of one of our offices. So we have four, four of those people in our office. And the, but, but the fun thing, probably the energy that what fuels me to do what I do is I get to direct a women's initiative, which 60% of the women or 60% of our employees are women in Bradyware. And so it's not about entitlement, it's about empowerment. So that's why it's, I get a lot of energy from it. It, it really just, I love what I do every day. Probably what makes me, um, the why for me is I'm a business owner advising business owners. And um, I wish I would have had that a long time ago in my own life as a small business owner. So it's really my passion because I believe that the marketplace is huge and the business community plays a role in making sure that employers have employees who are families and households, you know. And so I get to do that every day. And then I get to give back. I support um, a really great organization, the WSBA, which is about women in business, small, accelerating, moving along. And then I'm the president-elect for NABO, uh, which is the National Association of Women Business Owners. And the Columbus chapter is the largest in the country. So that's 30 years later, right? So I go, wow, how did I get here? Why am I here? And here's my story. And really, it comes down to all the nevers, everything I said never to, really became my opportunity. And if I wouldn't have, if I would have not been open after I said never, I would have never been where I am right now. So what I want to do is is kind of go back 30 years ago and talk about the process of those nevers. You know, I'm a practical thinker. I'm kind of a small, my world's really small, which a lot of us live in. And But the greatest thing along the way was others saw in me what I didn't see. And that's a good thing and it's a bad thing, but I'll talk about that later. And But generally, I would start a sentence, I would never do that. Um, now, I anytime I say never, I go, I shouldn't be saying never. What am I missing? Uh, my nevers were this. I was never going to be an accountant even though I had a college degree to do that. I was never going to get a CPA. It was, who cares about that, right? I don't want to take a test and go through all that agony, let alone own a CPA firm or stay in public accounting or now go to a big company, merge into a company. Every one of those things I said no to. Never an accountant, never CPA, never an owner and never going to merge. And those four things were the, the catalyst to all my opportunities. So never going to use my accounting degree. I chose accounting because I had to choose a major. <laughs> it was not a passion. It was a good way to get a job, right? Um, fortunately, I did find that when I was 50, 
that accounting can be passionate and I can be passionate about what I'm doing. I definitely see that in my two kids who at 20 chose college majors because it's what they wanted to do in life. I didn't do that till 50. Um, so I took my, the first job, of course, that's offered to me, right? Because now I have a job and I have that paycheck every two weeks. And it took me to an upstate New York town called Rochester. And I loved it, except I was a Buckeye at heart and wanted to be back in Ohio. So um, I came back. And how I came back was my neighbor of my parents owned a CPA firm and said, well, I can give you a job tomorrow. And I go, well, I don't want to be an accountant, but I need a job to get back to Ohio. So my second, my second choice was that I would come and be an accountant, but I said, I'm only staying for a while. This is not what I want to do. Um, so no passion, no dream, everything was logical, those types of things. So I came back, started working there, and um, actually kind of liked it, but I was never going to be a CPA. He challenged me over and over to do it, and I didn't want to do it. And then he moved on, and another owner came into play. And um, he said, you act like an owner. Why wouldn't you be one? I said, well, I don't want to be a CPA. I didn't really want to be an accountant. I'm never going to be a CPA because I never want to own a company. And so he made me a great offer and said, you act like an owner. I'll make you one immediately if you just get your CPA. And how do you turn that down? Because most people had to have clients and build rapport. I didn't have to do that. So I said, okay, fine. I'm going to be an accountant for a little bit longer and I'll go get my CPA and I'll become, maybe, maybe we'll become an owner. And so in 2000, I became that owner. Um, and for 10 years, we built an amazing business. I was content. You know, it was a good thing. Well, then people started calling and saying, hey, would you like to merge? Of course, I'm never going to merge. I've got a nice little gig. I know my next 10 years. I live in a small world. Remember, I'm a logical person. And so I said, this is what I'm going to do. I don't want to merge. So my partner at that time said, I think you need to meet Brian Carr of Bradyware. I said, well, bring him on. I will be glad to meet him. I'll see what he's like. And we immediately had this synergy. And so I said, well, you know, I guess I could merge. I mean, if I can be a CPA and I can own a business, I guess I can merge. And so that's what I did. So it was, it was those nevers that was like, wow. But I didn't want the pressure of making payroll. I just wanted to be paid. I didn't want to take risk. That isn't comfortable for me. And I certainly didn't want to work for clients, or I wanted to work for clients, not find clients. That's two very different things. So all of this went against my little small world. All of this went against the things I didn't think I wanted to do. But yet, I started this podcast with, this is what I'm doing today. So I'm certainly glad that I uh, I now can look back and think if I would have said never and stuck with that, I would not have this opportunity that I have right now. So you have to go, what are the, what are the things I'm saying never to? And I don't care what age you are, because the maybe, the okay, the probably, the finally, the yes may really just turn into something that's amazing. So how did that happen for me? Because I look at this as it, I just evolved into this, and now hindsight shows me this along the way. So I want to make sure people know you don't have to go and evolve and hope it all works out. So influencers are the biggest thing about your, your nevers, because there are times you need to say no. There are times you, it's, it's just absolutely no. <laughs> but I had great influencers. So Jane Davis 
was my probably really first mentor. And she in the seventies went through things and divorce and when it wasn't popular and everybody doing it right. And she married a guy named Randy Nips and Randy Nips was the first accounting firm that I worked for that merged into Nips Brown Collins, eventually Bradyware. But Jane was a big, huge uh, influencer. And when you look at the influencers right now in your life, what are they influencing you in? So my first boss was Austin Swallow, who showed me that integrity and faith could be drivers and you could still be a business person and make money. It's okay. It's all okay. The second one was Randy Nips, who showed me the value of your employees. You don't have that. You're, you're, you, can't, you can't continue to grow. You can't grow at all. They're your biggest asset. Gary Brown showed me loyalty and focus. Those are the things that drive you to next levels. And he had a passion for his client, which are people with disabilities. That was always the underline of everything he did. And then Brian Carr, who, who is now the CEO they work for, he's a person of vision. He's always thinking about something bigger and that there's always more. And I worked for each one of these men, and I was always the never, and they were going, you need to say yes. So I was lucky that I had that. They saw in me what I didn't see and why that all sounds great. What if I would have seen it? Then I could have had my own, maybe a little more control of my destiny. Not that I needed to, but you have to look back and ask that, right? So if I would have just been saying yes on my own instead of yes to maybe what somebody else was saying I should be, I might have gone further and farther. I don't know. So I look at that and go, great, I had these influencers and these were the different things. However, I needed to see in me that I could do this. They saw it. There were challenges with, with like anything in any career. And now I want to make sure that people don't do the, go through the challenges, the things that I went through, right? You have to value who you are. It can't be somebody else valuing you. You have to do it. Um, you have to leverage your uniqueness. I'm surrounded by experts. I'm surrounded by technicians. I'm surrounded by people with really big careers. Yet I have things that they don't, which is I'm very personable. I'm very passionate. I make sure I find the right technician because they're everywhere. And I have a relationship with a client because I'm a business owner helping business owners. And I can see that the business marketing community has to have us in order to have those households that form communities. So I have a uniqueness of looking at things differently. Paralyzed by fear will get you nowhere, even if you say yes to your opportunity. Um, when I first came to Bradyware, the first day I was downtown in my big office, and I could see the Scioto Mile on one side and the Capitol on the other, and I had the same computer, the same mouse, the same software, the same employees. And I sat there having no idea what to do. I was paralyzed by fear because I'm surrounded by experts and big career. And now I'm in a big company. And I'm like, so I said yes, but yet I'm paralyzed for the opportunity. So I left that day knowing what to do, which was go to lunch. <laughs> and I went to lunch and I came back because I talked to my husband. He said, this is your moment. Don't miss it. Are you kidding? This is your moment. So I didn't. I did not let fear paralyze me once I said the yes. And so, again, the opportunity came out. But there are times you have to understand there's a yes, which promotes the opportunity, but there's a no, which means you didn't go down a wrong path.
And sometimes you just need someone to help you understand which ones those are. So hopefully what your takeaway is today from the things of my story to you, because we all have a story, is never's just maybe your opportunity. So take a note, take mentally a note of when did I say never today? Or just even how many times you'll say never and no in a day. You'll be surprised. You have to be more aware of the people in your life, the influencers you are with right now. How are they influencing you? Are they the things you really believe? Are they the things that want to drive you? I mean, I had people of integrity and loyalty and vision and big picture. You have to ask more questions before you accept something. And women don't do that well. They just accept the circumstance. Men always ask questions. Um, No one will ever value you more than you. Don't let somebody dictate your worth and don't let somebody take advantage of what you're worth, you know, because they will. Again, do not be paralyzed by that fear because you'll miss your moment. And others saw my value and directed my path. My next 10 years, I'm directing my path. And I'm never going to say never, huh? (laughs) It's a mindset. Um, I only want opportunity if I choose to take it. As your career advancements continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit bradyware.com resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life, everything about the Inspiring Women's podcast, this episode, and Bradyware and Company accounting services can be found in the podcast show notes.